Big had awakened her to big news. He'd signed a contract for three months' worth of work on a soap opera, signed the deal without so much as talking it over with Wendy first. This commitment of time and energy would take up most of the twins' summer vacation. I had plans for this summer, Roni. She began to groom the horse, brushing his thick mane with long, easy strokes. Big plans of my own. Teague knew that. Or at least he should have known that if he was listening to me when I told him about Texas and the ranch and my hopes and dreams. She thought of the small town in Texas where she'd hoped they'd spend their summer. She thought of the Flying Sea Dude Ranch where the kids were booked for a week of summer camp in August. She grieved for the time she had hoped she and Teague would spend there, lost to them now. I was even hoping... Now this may sound silly... But I was hoping to bring you out there, Roni. The gentle red quarter horse pawed at the ground. You see, I thought... She smoothed her hand down the animal's broad ribcage. I thought maybe if we were out there, away from all the things that put demands on Teague, that he might see we could have a different way of life. Roni's tail swished to flick a fly off his flank. Not that he'd have to give up acting, mind you. He just doesn't get that many offers anymore that he couldn't live somewhere else and still work as much as he does now. She clenched the brush tighter in her hand. The horse shied away from her, kicking up bits of hay and dust. They glimmered in a beam of brilliant California sunshine. Ah, sorry, boy. Thinking about that soap opera deal made me brush a bit harder than I meant to. She smoothed her palm over Roni's sleek shoulder. It's not like we need the money, you know, especially if we'd invest what we have in something else that can help to support and provide for us. Like a certain dude ranch I hear might be up for sale soon. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you, big guy? Living in Texas, having a place to gallop and go for long rides with other horses, having a life where home and family came first. The horse nickered. I know I'd like it. The kids would, too. The kids need it. She bit her lower lip. Maybe it's time those things became priorities for me, even if they never will be for Teague. Her stomach lurched. She could hardly swallow for the lump wedged high in her throat. She'd been thinking about this for a long time now. That did not make her decision any easier. But Teague's casual treatment of the family occasion and his surprise announcement had been the last straw. She had to do something. She had to do what was best for herself and her children. If her actions startled Teague into realizing how much was at stake and the necessity for him to change his ways, then she'd be forever grateful. If not... She shut her eyes and laid her cheek against Roni's neck. If not, then she would do whatever it took to give her children the best life possible, even if she had to do it without Teague. Dear Teague, you have no idea how hard it is for me to write this letter. No harder than it was for him to read it. Surely not. At least in writing the note that told him she'd taken their children and left him, Wendy had known what was coming. Teague had not. How could he have known? Troubles in the marriage, sure, he'd admit to those, even to his part in them, but had things really gotten so bad that Wendy felt she had no alternatives left but to leave him? He slumped into a chair at the kitchen table, 
the letter he'd found propped up there in his hand. He tried to read the words again, but his eyes would not focus. He tried to understand what had just happened to his life, but his mind would not comprehend. The silence in the house enveloped him. Beyond the halo of light around the small table, there were only darkened rooms. If he had wrapped up his last-minute meeting with his agent faster, he might have come home in time to catch them still here. He felt numb. This could not be happening. He'd worked so hard and so long, doing all the right things. Been a good father and a good provider in a line of work where longevity and prosperity only came to a select few. He had worked and scraped and saved and given his family everything they could want or need. He looked at the letter in his hand. Apparently, that was not enough. He smoothed the single piece.